Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to the series. Uh, We just got near to the end of the list of the habits of low emotional intelligence yesterday. And uh, now we're going to give you one more tip and then I'm going to dive into some not only benefits of emotional intelligence, but ways in which you can develop that to help you to acquire higher emotional intelligence. And by so doing, you will acquire a lot more quality of life and even perhaps some surprising promotions and connections that you never expected. So let's go into this last and final piece of a bad habit, all right? And if you missed any of this, I would really encourage you to go back because it was there's been a lot, a lot of content shared on this already. So the last and final habit of low emotional intelligence is people who decide not to be engaged. Now, uh, what I'm talking about is whether it's being engaged in conversations such as, you know, maybe you're excited about something that's happening and that person is just kind of, uh, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, you know, yep, okay, that's nice. Or perhaps they're just being completely silent and they have this glazed overlook, like they're not even really interested. They show no expression uh, one way or the other, or they, they don't seem to want to partake in any of your victories because they're more interested in sharing their own victories. Uh, or the engagement, the lack of engagement could be someone that is on the job and they just refuse to be a team player. They're just kind of working in their own world. It's all about them. It's about their success. It's about their promotion. It's not about team. It's about them. And so these are also signs of very low emotional intelligence and can be incredibly toxic and damaging, whether we're talking about personally or professionally, okay? And and remember, empathy is one of the five elements. And if you don't know what the five elements are, go back to that very first one where we covered those. And, you know, check out a book on emotional intelligence. It would really be one of the best investments I think you can make in your future and especially since we can't really get away from any relationships and we certainly can't get away from ourselves right so let's go into now some some attributes and some ways in which we can develop emotional intelligence beginning with number one greater job satisfaction and performance a study published in the leadership quarterly found that Professionals with high EQ experienced more job satisfaction and had higher productivity than those with low EQ scores. Another study published in the Journal of Organizational Behavior came to similar conclusions. The higher your EQ, the better your job performance. And I see this in study after study after study. Even SEI did a study and it shows dramatically. The higher job satisfaction can positively affect your overall happiness, especially since you spend the majority of your waking hours at work. Additionally, better job performance can lead to more raises and promotions throughout your career. And we've talked about that again and again throughout this series. Talent Smart tested emotional intelligence alongside 33 other workplace skills and found that emotional intelligence was the strongest predictor of performance, explaining 58% of success in all types of jobs. Additionally, they state that 90% of all high performers have high emotional intelligence. Now, that was a statistic that I shared right at the front of this in the the very first episode. Um, But here we're hearing it again because it is so incredibly 
true and very inspiring, I think. Number two, uh, better relationships is a result. And we've been talking about that again and again. So how do we begin to develop the emotional intelligence piece of us? Well, um, one of the elements is self-awareness. So we need to begin to start assessing those areas that maybe we're not doing so well in and make a genuine effort to reverse them. Now, you, I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. I don't want you to think, oh my gosh, I have, you know, you've mentioned all these habits. I've followed you all the way through this. And there's so many I'm not good at. Start with one, just one. Work on it for one week. Uh, write down during every day, write down those times when you slipped and you had a, an issue with that area. Okay. And then write down a solution to it. And, you know, create some reminders if you need to, some triggers, if you will, and find ways in which you can stop yourself and begin to move in the right direction, think in the right direction, respond in the right direction. If you make some mistakes and you slip along the way, it's okay, because we're all going to do that. We're all in a process. We're in a journey, right? We've got to learn to do this a little at a time, and it begins with self-awareness. Now, I would encourage you to, to challenge the self-awareness piece of you for more than just one week. Do it, you know, pick one thing the first week, but do, go through about three weeks of this, of becoming aware and working on different items each time, all right? And then when you get past that three-week point, I want you to start reaching out and becoming a little bit more cognizant and being empathic. So really focus on listening to people without thinking about what you're going to say. Start to form better relationships with the people around you. Offer more compliments. Be a little bit kinder. Be a little bit more graceful, okay? Emotional intelligence can lead to better relationships with your friends, uh, your, your significant others, and children. It can also help you build better business relationships with your boss, colleagues, clients. It's well worth the effort. But work on relationships, empowering others, encouraging others, for at least another two weeks, okay? So this is a process, breaking it down, right? But while you're working on relationships, continue to maintain the new habits that you've now formed in terms of those areas that you became self-aware and are starting to correct the other elements in your life, okay? A study published in the journal uh, Personality and Individual Differences found that those with high EQ reported greater satisfaction in their personal relationships and fewer negative interactions. And also, they had closer friends. Emotional intelligence gives you the ability to connect more deeply with others using empathy, compassion, and active listening. Another benefit, okay, is self-control. Now, this hinges on the other items we've already discussed. So, with self-control, this is going to be something that you have to work on alongside of the other pieces, so they work together hand in hand. Now we'll get into the rest of this tomorrow, but I want to just leave you with that thought as you start out a new journey towards better emotional intelligence. This is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine. Thank you for joining. Have an amazing day.